Welcome to another episode of the Alter Your Health Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, hello and welcome. We value your time and energy and hope you receive a lot from tuning in. As a listener-supported show, we rely on you to help us grow. We'd be so grateful if you share the show or a favorite episode with a friend or fellow health seeker. Living a healthy and nourishing life doesn't always come easily, especially in today's crazy world. But that's why we're here, doing what we love, hopefully helping you along with information and inspiration that fuels your health pursuits. If you're looking for more support, consider subscribing to the monthly Meal Guide membership. Just $11 per month gets you access to a weekly meal guide filled with healing and delicious whole food plant-based recipes, along with invitations to our regularly scheduled support calls where we can connect, answer questions, and keep the good vibes flowing in our healthy lives. You can learn more at www.alter.health slash meal dash guides. And if you're looking for more in-depth support, check out our other services. We offer both one-on-one consulting as well as educational programs. All of our current offerings are listed at www.alter.health. Our ultimate goal is to empower you to heal yourself. Keeping with that theme, let's dive into today's show. Hello and welcome to this week's Medicinal Monday on the Alter Health Podcast. I'm Dr. Susanna Alter. And it's Dr. Ben here. And we're both naturopathic doctors who specialize in whole food plant-based nutrition and mind-body medicine, empowering individuals to heal themselves with these strategies. And welcome to today's podcast. So today I wanted to cover the topic of really why we do not at Alter Health generally recommend that people undergo various functional lab testing. And of course, I think it's important to preface this this by saying that, yes, this is generalization and we are not in any way making medical recommendations or bashing any lab tests or functional medicine doctors or anything like that. We're just sharing our approach. Uh, which is based on our philosophy, but also kind of our understanding of physiology and practice and all these kind of things. And um, I guess just to to start it off, Suzanne, I thought maybe we could talk about how, um, you know, the 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 goal of the functional lab test, you know, just maybe defining functional lab tests, what we're talking about, maybe in in that category, food sensitivity tests. Um, you know, stool panels, stool panels, uh, microbiome analysis, genetic testing, um, more kind of like specific metabolic markers. There's really like nitty gritty yeah. metabolic tests. Maybe um, uh, oh, the other the other big category is like toxicity screens. Um, you know, mold testing, uh, Lyme testing. This is, you know, a lot of controversial stuff, a lot of controversial things. And um, long story short, each one of these things can be a very deep rabbit hole if we go in that direction. And uh, a few things right off the bat. First, any lab test, anything, whether it's a CBC blood count or a metabolic panel or a hormone screen or, or whatever thing, any lab test is just a snapshot of your physiology, of your biochemistry at that very point in time. And everything goes up and down and all around. Um, Of course, there are lab markers that are more steady, um, like hemoglobin A1C versus a uh, blood stick uh, blood sugar test, or yeah, a finger stick blood sugar test. Um, But in any event, it's just a snapshot in time. 
the other thing, a lot of these tests have more sensitivity and specificity than others. For example, uh, food sensitivity tests, not very sensitive at all. Um, in fact, I know that, like, I, I know personally, some people have sent in two or three samples from one person, two or three blood samples from one person get, gets the results back from one blood stick, one, <laughs> one uh, snapshot in one person, one period of time. And all three of these uh, results are, are different, showing different uh, levels of sensitivity to different types of food. And uh, with regard to the food sensitivity test, we know that that's generally capturing a generalized inflammatory state of the intestinal system, allowing, you know, generally showing us that there's some degree of quote unquote leaky gut or increased intestinal permeability, allowing some food particles to pass through the intestinal lining and trigger an immune reaction in the bloodstream. Um, so that's kind of one example of why we don't recommend a food analysis, a food, uh, a food sensitivity test. Um, but yeah, I think the, the bigger, more important picture or more important point that I think is uh, helpful to understand is when we do go down these rabbit holes, a lot of times we're going to find what we're looking for, you know, uh, because of the, the nature of a lot of these tests. Um, and when we find what we're looking for, then a couple things are going to happen. First of all, our thoughts might run wild. Oh my gosh, I got this. I got this. I'm positive for this. I'm negative for this. I need more of that. I need more of that. And we evoke this kind of feedback loop. And then oftentimes we quote unquote need to correct this imbalance with a series of expensive products or supplements or procedures or, or things like that, that may or may not lead to any sort of sustainable benefit. And um, what else do you have to add? Well, I would say from our perspective, the reason why we don't generally recommend these tests is because we really need to ask ourselves the question, okay, if we ran this test and something showed up as positive or something showed up as being imbalanced or whatever, how would it ultimately change our approach to supporting the body and healing itself and resolving the symptoms? And, and if, you know, it doesn't actually change what the approach would be, then that extra information, some people think, you know, more information is better, but the one, I think the biggest danger of all that extra information and once again, you don't know if it's actually accurate or not. You don't know if it's just a transient thing that's showing up in your body that's going to be gone tomorrow or next mm -hmm. week. The big danger of that extra information is that your mind can take it, you know, to mean something is going much, you know, going very haywire in your body when really um, with the right support, uh, your body can actually. Yeah resolve itself very and very healthfully as it's I'm, designed to i'm glad that you point out like the yes the, the the intention is to allow these tests to dictate the therapeutic approach um and yeah if your therapeutic approach includes lots of supplements and protocols and things like that then it's like all right you positive for this that means you load on these this uh approach uh but if the therapeutic approach is grounded in lifestyle medicine back to the basics, simplicity, less is more, self-healing, then oftentimes we build health from the ground up 
and we create more health regardless of what the transient imbalances might be. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and also another reason why I think it's uh, best to avoid generally a lot of these functional lab tests because uh, we can gather so much more meaningful information when we are guided by just symptoms and feelings in the body, you know, because a lot of times, let's face it, a lot of people feel unwell and then they get their, uh, you know, basic blood work done, their thyroid panel, whatever, their lipids, you know, inflammation markers. And it's like, ah, everything looks pretty good. So there's this need, this desire to figure out, oh, well, I don't feel well. So I need to see something that's wrong so that I know that I'm, that there's something wrong with me so I can maybe start feeling better. But in reality, there's so many reasons why we might not feel well. Um, Again, some of them being more, you know, like acute and severe and some being more transient. Uh, But in any event, it's so helpful to just tune in and be guided by our body's, you know, wisdom and symptoms. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I can really relate to um, the point of view because it's funny. I feel like you could definitely listen to us talking and being like, well, you guys are really applying the whole like diagnostic process. And actually, no, we don't. In our practice, we don't diagnose. We don't. What we do in our practice is we support individuals in creating feeling themselves. Yeah. In creating a lifestyle that is health promoting and promotes balance in the body. So the body heals itself naturally. Um, so we don't do the diagnostic work, but um, but you know, even so, it, it might it might sound like, oh, you guys um don't honor the diagnostic approach of practicing medicine or this or that. Um, and, and, you know, I just want to put out that, no, 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 that's, that's not the case at all. It's very, it, it can be very helpful to, you know, actually get a, a diagnosis depending on what's going on in the body. You know, it, it's specifically if there's something more serious going on in the body, of course. But, um, but anyway, I just wanted to say that I can definitely relate to the point of view of wanting to gather more information. I was in that position myself when I was dealing with all sorts of um, chronic symptoms in my early 20s. And I did go down the functional medicine rabbit hole. And I spent thousands of dollars getting more and more information. And then, of course, the functional approach to my lab results was to try to bring everything into balance with the use of supplements. This is a little high, you need this supplement. This is a little low, you need this supplement. But there wasn't even much follow-up, you know, oh, we need to retest this later to make sure that, you know, you don't need to stay on these supplements forever. Or like there wasn't really much follow-up long-term of when I can get off of these supplements. Do I need to stay on these forever? It was kind of not that um, empowering. It wasn't empowering. (laughs) That's for sure. And it, it also didn't seem like in the beginning, it seems very systematic and methodical, but I feel like there's not much follow-up most of the time. Mm. And my experience and what I've also seen clinically with lots of people and also the people who come to work with us, who have worked with a lot of functional practitioners in the past is that ultimately, even with all of the, the pushing of the buttons with the supplements and everything like that, they didn't actually feel better. Their symptoms didn't yeah. actually resolve. Um, really, they were just spending a lot of money on all these tests and and, and supplements and protocols. Um, and- I'm glad you brought up the money point because that's uh, one thing that I'm always kind of coming to in my thinking. Like, 
if only people spent more money investing in their health rather than investing in trying to understand what may be going wrong, then we'd be in a far better place. And then also back to, you know, what what our philosophy of health is, is that you are, we are, each individual is their ultimate own primary care provider, their own healer. They're responsible for creating health within themselves. That's an empowering approach. It's an approach that is based on, you know, taking responsibility for our actions and uh, creating health from the ground up through how we're eating and how we're, what we're drinking and how we're moving our bodies and how we're sleeping and all of these uh, things that we call the determinants of health and really focusing and investing our time and our energy and our money in creating a strong foundation of health. And regardless of where our Lyme disease markers are, regardless of what level of, uh, you know, mercury toxicity you have, your body is going to come back into balance. Your immune system is going to be optimized. Your detoxification pathways are going to be optimized. So back to that point that you brought up earlier about just the therapeutic strategy, when you are focusing on the ground level, you are creating health from the ground up and then you heal everything. Your body is supported in healing itself. And maybe it is a, like a, a, a long game, like a more sustainable plan, like not just like, oh, I'm just going to take this anti-inflammatory supplement because these inflammatory markers are a little out of whack. And maybe, yeah, I can test them in a couple months and see them go down. But are you really feeling any better? Are like, are, are your symptoms resolved? Is your energy better? Is your vitality up? Uh, you know, what's your body telling you? Um, so, you know, when we're, when we're focusing on that, just, uh, you know, the, the fundamental level of the, the foundation of health, um, then everything gets better. Everything comes back into balance. And for sure, maybe some people who are, who continue down the, the, the rabbit holes of, of looking at these functional lab tests and these markers, maybe there will be some continue to be some anomalies because of the lack of sensitivity and specificity with a lot of these tests. But, but the more, most, much more important thing is that people feel better. People feel better. Back to that other point of, um, you know, just allowing ourselves to focus, allowing our thoughts and our energy to focus on, creating health, creating good stuff, rather than focus on understanding what's wrong and trying to see what's wrong. Mm -hmm. um, focusing on the good rather than the, the quote-unquote bad or negative, so to speak. Yeah. I guess I just want to mention real briefly um, that we do love a lot of more kind of common standard tests yeah. that do give you a really good understanding of just how the body's most basic um, organ systems are functioning. Um, things like a complete blood count and comprehensive metabolic panel and, you know, even looking into a thyroid screen and a lipid panel to rule out the most common, you know, risk factor for the most common 
disease in our country that's the most common killer of heart disease. Um, also, you know, to screen for vitamin D levels because those can be low commonly. And, and if someone does have symptoms of, you know, fatigue or um, they have digestive issues, you might also want to, you know, look for um, an anemia panel, making sure that they're good on their iron and vitamin B12 and things like this. And of course, you suss out based off of symptomology, which of these more standard labs are yeah. um, more necessary and which are just good kind of maintenance standard kind of screening tests. But um, for those basic labs that most doctors will order on like an annual uh, kind of uh, office visit, you can tell so much from what's going on in the body from those tests and they are much more reliable, much more specific, and um, yeah, they're cheaper. It's, it's and they're definitely cheaper. And yeah. uh, usually, insurance is going to cover them if we do have insurance. And um, and yeah, they're not going to be telling us all the things, but they're telling us enough. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got a comment about opening up a satellite office in South Carolina. Well, we don't even have an office in Colorado where we are. <laughs> We, we we don't we don't have an office. We work from our homes, which allows us to connect with you all over the world. Um, so if you didn't already know, uh, Alter Health is a fully digital online business model, practice model, and we support you from the comfort of your own home, uh, empowering you in, in your uh, creating health from the ground up. Uh, so any last uh, well, anything that we forgot to mention with regard to the the. The, the topic of why we don't generally recommend these functional lab tests. And if, if there are, if there are any questions like, what about this test? What about that test? <laughs> I'm sure a lot of those questions are because, oh my gosh, there's so many more. And I think this is an, an important point as well. There's so many more tests that are coming like direct to consumer. So you can like take out the doctor altogether. And to be honest, I'm not sure about this stuff because then you're, you know, the doctor is that level of, you know, critical thinking that hopefully lies between, a, you know, because then you might be more susceptible like to being sold all sorts of stuff after you get the results. I know that's oftentimes the case. Um, so I would, I would really think twice about any sort of direct to consumer lab. Of course, that maybe they're going to be less expensive, but um, I don't know. I don't know. And uh, maybe also uh, um, just, just need to say that, that I, when it comes to a lot of these specific tests, of course, I'm not going to be an expert in all of them because there are so many and I, and we don't do them practically professionally so it's like i'm sure someone could say oh well this one can show you this and that and that and then again the point is does it really matter does it really matter when our focus is in creating health um and i guess the argument from our stance is generally no these generally don't matter that much um that generally the the cost benefit analysis you know we can focus more on Again, just creating health, uh, you know, from the low-hanging fruit in all our day-to-day lives. And if you're curious about how to do that, how to create more health from the ground up, we just encourage you to check out our Thrive on Plants program at Alter Health. Uh, That's how we work with individuals. And also, if you'd like to join Alter Alter Health is just a supporter, a monthly supporter, you can get a weekly recipe guide, a whole food plant-based recipe guide, you head over to uh, alterhealth.locals.com.
Right, that's just $11 a month. Get a weekly recipe guide and also an invitation to a monthly Zoom yeah. call for just supporters with the doctors where we can answer any questions you have. And of course, Thrive on Plants covers a lot. It's a very comprehensive uh, experiential educational program. Uh, so thanks for tuning in. Feel free to leave any comments, feedback, share this with someone who's going down the rabbit holes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't share it with them. They've already got enough rabbit holes to go down. Uh, but uh, hopefully you're feeling empowered in your health and we look forward to staying in touch and seeing you guys next time. Mm -hmm. Bye for now.